Assalamu alaikum everyone, welcome back to my podcast, I hope you're all well, inshallah. I'm not so well, I've been in bed the past few days, I have a fever, but I'm still trying to record anyways. So, today's topic was actually inspired by how people, from what I've personally seen, like to dress modestly, but then they tend to forget that it's not just about how you dress and how you look, but it's also about how you act and how you carry yourself around others. So we do try to dress modestly, but one thing we forget is to work on our inner modesty, which is our behaviour and our attributes and the way we treat other people and that sort of stuff. The way we act is just as important as how we dress and our prayer and everything else. Our character is also very, very important and is something that we need to keep constantly working on because you will never have a perfect character. You will never be perfect and there will always be an aspect or a part of your character that you can always work on. There will be always something small or something big. You may not see it, but someone else will be able to definitely find a fault in your character. It may be very, very small, it may be big, but you need to always try and work on it. We all know that in Islam we're told to cover our aura, which is the parts of our body that no one should see except our relatives, husband, wife, all that sort of stuff. Um, But we are also told to act and behave a certain way too, which is something that goes on, is forgotten basically. A hadith I would like to mention is narrated by Abu Huraira. The Prophet said, Faith belief consists of more than 60 branches, i.e. parts, and haya, this term haya, covers a large number of concepts which are to be taken together. Amongst them are self-respect, modesty, bashfulness, and scruple, etc., is a part of faith. Narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari, Hadith number 9. So, as we know from this Hadith, modesty is a subcategory that comes under the term Haya. Now, Haya, what does Haya mean? So, the word Haya is an Arabic word that translates to mean shyness. But we know that Arabic is a well-versed language and English definitely doesn't cover the any Arabic word as broadly as the Arabic language itself. So the closest we can get is that haya means shyness and modesty in English. But there's a lot more to it, but that's the closest we can get in English. Now, it is said that because of this hadith, we can even say that someone who has a high level of iman has a high level of haya. And someone who has a low level of Iman has a low level of Haya. Now, these days it feels as though if you're shy or modest as a person, then people will assume that you're not happy with yourself, that you're not happy with your body, your face, your shape, something or another, or you just have social anxiety, or you've got some sort of issue, maybe depression. Um, Otherwise, why would someone intentionally 
not be outgoing, not be an extrovert. That's not possible, right? Just how? How can someone be happy in their own company? Or happy dressed fully covered for any other reason than that they just have self-confident issues, that they just don't like the way they look, that there's something wrong, otherwise why would someone cover themselves or be shy? This is the society we live in. Now, according to this society, we can't keep to ourselves. And if we do, we have social anxiety. And according to them, we can't cover up unless we don't like how our body looks. We can't wear loose clothes unless we just don't like the shape of our body. We can't cover our hair unless we don't like our hair. There's always some funny reason or another. It can't just be because you want to, because your God tells you to. It has to be because you're self-conscious or something is wrong. It's just sad, but it's very prevalent in today's society. Oh, I forgot the big one. The big one is you are oppressed. That's the big one. If you're covered, you are oppressed. And these so-called feminist movements these days, they don't even support women who choose to cover their body they only support the women who choose to take their clothes off okay they decided to cause so much chaos when certain countries enforce the hijab which obviously you can't do that's wrong i agree it's wrong but they were silent when other countries ban the hijab now that just shows you where their priorities lie even they view hijabis they view muslims as oppressed covering yourself is good and so is enjoying your own company honestly i'm not saying that you don't have to have friends and that sort of stuff because that's not true but somehow now you can't just enjoy your own company it's just there's something wrong if you're sat by yourself in a coffee shop or if you're walking by yourself or if you solo travel or something. There's something wrong. This person's lonely and sad, apparently. The thing is that now it's so common to always have men and women intermingling. We knew I was going to get here and a lot of people see it as fine. But when I say intermingling, I mean like sitting together and in those sort of friend groups where it's like girls and guys is yeah I'm trying to say it in a way that won't offend everyone but I have to say it and the truth is you can't do that you're literally not even supposed to look at another non-mehram man or woman right well if you're a woman then men if you're a man then woman you're not even supposed to look at them. You're supposed to lower your gaze. So why are you being friends? And why are you hanging out with them? It's not right. This goes for men who say that so-and-so is just their friend. Just a friend. And this goes for the woman who say so-and-so is just a friend. Or we just talk on call or something like that. 
You're not even allowed. What are you doing? Islamically, men and women can't even be friends. This friendship can breed, breed, why did I say breed? Lead to so many other harmful things and haram things that may ruin your relationship with Allah. It'll ruin you from your side, of course, because Allah will forgive you if you repent. But from your side, it will ruin things. You may even end up developing feelings and fall into committing zina or any other sort of sin, which is known to be one of the major sins in Islam. Zina is one of the major sins. You can say that you won't develop feelings for the friend, but it's even been statistically statistically proven that most men develop feelings for their female friends, right? They conducted a test and most men did say that they, their female who they are friends with, or best friends with, they actually had feelings for, and they would get with them if they could. Because men definitely don't make female friends just to keep them there as friends. There will always be, well, a majority don't. There will always be a majority who will get with a friend if they could. Now, Allah saves us from sin and emotionally connecting with people of of the other gender by ensuring that we don't kindle a friendship with them in the first place, that we stay away from each other unless the thought of marriage is there. Then you go the marriage route, but that's a whole other topic, right? Not hanging out with them, not being friends with them and that sort of stuff. Getting to the main point, hijab isn't just about how you wear a hijab, but how you act. It reminds me of when I was in the tattoo and piercing shop. No, no, I was not getting a tattoo, okay? It was a piercing. I was getting my ears pierced, okay? This was many, many years ago. I was a teenager and I actually saw a Nagabi who came into the shop and went to the back to have her body tattooed. Now, I was very shocked because I thought to myself, the way she dressed didn't match her actions. Now, I know we're not supposed to judge others, but this is what was prevalent. It was in my face. I saw it. I was shocked. So it's normal to start trying to find a reason why and trying to make an excuse for her, right? But the fact of the matter is that as Muslims, we need to carry ourselves a certain way, not just by our dressing, but actions. We all know tattoos are haram. Not just tattoos, but things we do, copying the non-believers, the disbelievers that is against Islamic principles, should not be done. For example, I see visible Muslims swearing so much. The amount of words that come out of their mouths sometimes is just shocking, right? Just because it's normal here in the UK and a part of British culture, it's been normalised so much, even in the Muslim communities, because we have mixed the British culture into the Muslim culture. No, not Muslim culture, into mixed it into Islam. Culture's not wrong, okay? Culture's not wrong. It's the fact that certain things in culture are wrong. 
like swearing. We can't swear. So why are we adapting that from the British culture and adding it to our own culture, wherever we're from? I'm Pakistani, okay? And even in Pakistani culture, actually, swearing is, is, is very common. Like, they'll swear at their kids, they'll swear at their... at their... They'll swear at everyone, basically. They'll swear at neighbours and everything. But half the time it's done out of a joke, half the time it's done out of anger, so... It's not even a joke at the end of the day, because even our own prophet, Muhammad he never joked in a way that would insult someone, in a way that where bad things came out of his mouth. His jokes were always light-hearted, where he laughed, where he, he didn't hurt anyone's feelings, he didn't insult anyone, he didn't, he didn't swear, he didn't bad mouth he didn't blacken his tongue for a joke for the sake of a joke so why can't we follow that example that he has set and keep our tongues pure and our hearts pure and just not swear it's such a small thing but it's really really hard to do when that's what you're used to when that's what you see around you so that's something we need to try our best to do to stop swearing as much as we did and eventually stop completely now, I myself grew up in that culture, so I did swear quite a bit. Now, alhamdulillah, I don't swear anymore, but it's all about trying to stop changing your perspective and changing your thoughts on it. Because I thought it was completely normal back in the days, but it is not normal. It's not okay. Yeah? In Islam, we are told to speak politely with one another, showing respect to one another, and to speak softly, not in a way that would cause a scene, or a way that would harm the other person, or a way that would make the other person not feel comfortable in your presence, or in a way that would gain everyone's negative attention around you. Whatever you say should be good or not said at all. Now there's another hadith where it goes, Narrated by Abu Huraira, the Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever believes in Allah and the last day should not hurt his neighbor, and whoever believes in Allah and the last day should serve his guests generously, and whoever believes in Allah and the last day should speak what is good or keep silent. In this hadith we are told to be generous to others around us and fellow believers. This hadith is found in Sahih al-Bukhari, hadith number 6000. 136. Now it actually leans into another hadith where we are told to refrain from backbiting which is when you talk bad about someone who isn't present at the moment and even if they are there and you still speak bad about them then that leans into another sin which is slandering them. If what you have said isn't true. If what you have said about that person isn't true, then you're slandering them. If it is true, and they're not there, then it's backbiting. We... Exposing their sins, if it is a sin, then you will gain punishment for that too. And if it isn't a sin, then you will gain punishment for slander. If it is, then backbiting. 
So the best thing you can do is just completely refrain from talking about other people unless it's in a good and positive light. So it's better to avoid the actions that may lead to the sin completely. Now, I am definitely not perfect and I do not claim to be. So everything I share is always, always a reminder to myself and to everyone else around and to everyone else who listens. So let's all learn and try and improve ourselves together, inshallah. But this topic is very, 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 very extensive. And that's all I'll be able to talk about today, seeing as I'm not feeling well and I need to lie down. But inshallah, this episode has been beneficial to everyone listening. And don't forget to check out my Instagram and TikTok with the same name, Farah Talks with three S's. And yeah, until next time, salam.